Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jace. Our sponsors, Texan Roofing, the Belleville Meat Market, Boyd's One Stop, and Mainstream Marketing. All right, looking at weather right now, Galveston, it's 83 down on the island. Feels like 90, and uh, feels a little better this morning to me with the northeast winds, but uh, looks like partly cloudy skies today with hot temperatures, high of 89 on the island, winds east, northeast, 10 to 20, and then for tonight, a clear sky, low of 79, east, northeast, 10 to 20, and then for tomorrow, sunny, hot, high around 90, east winds at 10 to 20, and uh, temperatures should be up around 97, 98 on the high ground in the Houston area. So it's a little better. We'll take it. All right, looking at tides for today, we're still on a two-tide schedule. We have a high at 5.03 a.m. at the Galveston Channel. It's a 1.7, coming off an 0.1 low last night, then a low at 8.36 p.m. It's an 0.2. Sunrise this morning, 7.01 a.m. Sunset, 7.31 p.m. Our moon phase is right at a quarter moon is 23%. So it's uh, headed towards our next new moon. Anyway, looking at uh, current conditions offshore, the buoy out there, 22 nautical miles east of Galveston, showing a northeast wind at 9 to 11 miles per hour. Air temperatures 86, water temp 87.6, and uh, Galveston Channel showing 84-degree water, or air temperature 90-degree water east-northeast. Six to nine, that monitor may be a little bit behind a building or whatever because Eagle Point, where it sticks out a little bit, is showing uh, 84 degrees with 87-degree water with a northeast wind at 17, gusting to 21. And barometric pressure at all stations is 29.96 inches and steady. So 
It, uh, anyway, storms cleared out yesterday, and it looks like everybody had a really good day hunting and fishing. Man, it's a teal shots. We went from uh, dead fish to dead ducks on social media. Piles of teal look pretty good. A lot of areas people had good shoots. So um, anyway, well, let's go over to the Tri-Bay area. Let's check in with a hammer this morning and see what's going on in his neck of the woods. Uh, Captain Glenn Hammond, good morning. Captain Mickey, good morning, sir. How are you, buddy? Couldn't be better. What's up? It's Sunday, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're up. We're up and awake. It's uh, I haven't. We're getting a northeast a little bit, a yeah. little bit. Uh, twelve miles an hour. Showed six at six miles an hour at the moment. But I heard it a uh, little lightning. Little lightning cracked about fifteen twenty minutes ago as a little storm Did rolled you know, through. I looked at radar. I didn't see anything. Oh, it was just a little cloud. Actually, no rain, but it sure cracked yeah. a little. Anyway, one little video deal, but, oh, man, uh, let's see here. Starting Friday morning. Uh, yeah, I, I see it. A, it's just, um, just a little uh, puff. Just a little bit west of you, right straight below Lake mm-hmm. Jackson. It's right on top of Freeport right now. It's a little uh, little bitty shower right there. Ain't much going on, but uh, anyway, the wind switch is nice enough. Just uh, something yes. to break something to break that weather pattern that we've been stuck in. Uh, you know, uh, I know I'm wishing for the. I don't know. I'm reaching. I'm reaching this morning, trying to trying to see if I could get you a report going on. But uh, uh, here's what I had. I had a to go with Tyler and his boat uh, on Friday morning after I talked to you, and uh, my nephew had called uh, the day before. He called me on Thursday. And said he was going to be down in his boat, and he hadn't rented in a long time, and and uh, to, for me to keep my phone on, and and sure enough, uh, uh, Tyler and I went out, and man, we both boats launched about the same time. Uh, it, it's it's same ramp, and I took off first, and I just went on, man, and I covered Christmas Bay, Bastrop, I fished. Uh, I fished down around, I didn't go out to the bridge, but down around towards San Luis Pass. And uh, all we could manage was uh, one speck in that whole haul. Now, we had a couple of, little dink, couple of little dinks. No, it was really slow, and we were using live bait. And, right. I mean, uh, uh, it just, we couldn't get any water movement. It just, uh, man, it just, just couldn't get things going our way. Uh, so, anyway... Uh, after making rounds, we we uh, we started back to head back, and I decided to look at my telephone because we'd done been gone a couple of hours. And sure enough, Eric had called and said he was dead in the water. Now this is a good reason to have a float plan. If nobody knows what a float plan is, you need to just <laughs> let somebody know let somebody know where you're launching, where your truck's going to be, or how long you're going to be out, or something. And if you have any doubts about your boat, please uh, let somebody know that you're going out. Anyway, because I'm glad we did. It all worked out just to a T because uh, I get on my I look at my phone. I got two missed calls, and then I got a text, and he said, man, I'm dead in the water. He goes, oh, don't, don't, mess up y'all's, don't mess up y'all's day for it. And he goes, uh, but when you get time, he goes, I'm going to need a tow. And so we headed on back, and uh, – and uh, we headed on back and picked him up because we were already pretty much done. It was like 10.30 in the morning, already getting warm. And uh, 
So uh, I go back over and uh, we time, you know, we, they're all, and I'm feeling bad for the guy. He's got two friends on the boat with him and uh, they fish with him all the time. And, you know, they don't get to come down all uh, a whole bunch, but they do, mm -hmm. they do fish with Eric when they get a chance. And anyway, uh, I, man, I was feeling all bad for him and everything. And we get back and I tow him into the boat ramp. They get it up on the trailer we go over to the house and I empty my little old box out and I had a, I had one speckled trout and I had five mangrove snapper. I had a whiting and a sand trout. Now that's it. I mean, yeah. that's it, buddy. A uh, real skimpy box. And Eric broke out this box and, uh, and that did it, man. Uh, he sat in that one spot, broke down. Break with down his box. Two, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and the, him and his two buddies, they had a redfish that was 27 and three quarters, just under 28. Right. They had, they had another one at 22. They had seven sand trout and two specks. And that was from being broke down and anchored on the side of the dang channel and just sit in that spot and, uh, and did a whole lot better than we did. <laughs> so, hey, I know oh, I got man. a buddy that ran aground one time. The tides were real low, and he was coming out of Fort Anawag Park. He ran aground on a ridge. He should have ran down the channel a little bit farther before he cut out in the bay. Mm -hmm. Ran aground, and uh, slick started popping everywhere. They jumped out of the boat and waited and caught five to seven pounders till they were sick of them. Oh, my that's, gosh. Uh, that's one of them run aground schools. That's, that's the way... Hey man, if it's your day, it's your day. It, uh, it, that's right. It's the way it pans out. Hey, I'll yep. take it. And, <laughs> and uh, and I'm trying to sell him the motor off the back of my boat. <laughs> where I can I can get another one. Oh man, I think they about got me talked to him to getting a 150 the next time to where I can uh, kind of reduce the workload on that motor. Yeah, uh, extra power is always good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the biggest mistake a lot of people make is underpowering a boat. You know, yeah, when they buy, it, they buy those package deals already pre-rigged, you know, and they just, mm -hmm. hey, get the maximum horsepower if you can because you can always pull that throttle back and that engine doesn't even know it's pushing anything. Oh, I know it. I know it. And I've, uh, uh, I've really got, you know, t I've got like 10, 11 years, 10 years out of this 115 Honda. And uh, it's just under motors. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, I've ran the dog out of it. And anyway, it still cranks and runs. I mean, no, it, it's pumping good water and, and uh, runs like a, you know, no alarms going off, which is always a good thing. But I had never whether, had a product like, that Honda makes, whether it's a motorcycle or, you mm -hmm. know, a generator, any kind of, any kind of gas engine that didn't just run like a top every time you right. hit the key, well, boom. Well, they explained to me it could be three weeks, it could be three years. It's one of those deals that when you get those kind of hours on a boat, you know what I mean? It just uh, yeah, you're living on barred time. That's that's it. That's it. That motor pays for itself. <laughs> oh yeah, shoot yeah, and I'll do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah, I can. I'm looking forward to it too. Not spending the money, but but uh, remotoring and and going up some horsepower and uh, and that'll be fine, man. For my for my next five years of the guide service. But let's see, the bait camps, if you're coming down this way, uh, are holding piggies, or holding croakers, mud minnows. I've seen flags flying. Uh, 
there are plenty of live shrimp. Yeah. Plenty of croakers, and there's all other stuff. So it just depends on which bait camp you go. Just uh, each one of them has four or five flags out there. Some of them have one or two flags, and they don't have the, some bait, and some some of them do. But uh, it's kind of quiet down here. We were supposed to have some kind of kappa, uh, I don't know, one of those kind of parties where everybody all of a sudden shows up, you know, right. in one spot. Yeah, well, our uh, our locals uh, had had already told some friends of mine that uh, beware because it was going to happen last night, but it didn't. I nothing. Thank goodness, it Change was nice plans. and quiet. Yeah, they must have changed the plans or changed beaches, wherever, whatever. But anyway, right. Uh, our beaches are clean. Uh, actually, I've had some friends go down there and and uh, testify that the beaches are halfway clean. What beaches left? You know, there's. They're just barely for one-way traffic on Surfside Beach. They won't let you drive two-way traffic anymore. They've shut that down a long time ago. There's just no beach. I yeah. mean, it's you, you gotta you gotta set your truck up near the dunes. You know what I mean? And not in the dunes, but but up to them because uh, that ocean. There's not very much beach left between here and San Luis Pass, man. This, you know, we we need some sand in there. We need some more something to 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 gather that those uh, those sand dunes up and make them pile up some more and I don't know they work at it all the time they're they're constantly putting some kind of fencing and plants and uh, experimenting with different kind of plants and the root system you know to get those dunes to, to try to try to stay intact because once a big old storm comes and those waves start slapping them at that shoreline. It just it just clears everything out, and then they got to start all over again. So, but anyway, a uh, little bitty old Surfside Beach holds its own. Uh, quite a bit going on down here. Lots of new restaurants popped up, uh, houses. You never, you wouldn't believe the building that has gone on down here in the last five, ten years, Captain Minky. I used to, I used to have an open view from my patio, looking out, and I could see the ocean almost down to San Luis Pass. Now I can't even see the highway. <laughs> Crazy. There are so many houses packed in, packed in down here, and they're still coming too. They're still building them. You would think, the way the money is and everything, and uh, the interest rates and all that stuff, that you wouldn't see any building going on. But uh-uh, that ain't the story. People are taking their retirement, and they are a lot coming of money floating beach. around out there. A lot of money floating around, and they are spending it too. They want they want a beachfront property, buddy, and this is supposed to be a hidden jewel because Galveston, the West End, is all totally built up and squished all the way down to the pass, buddy. And now they're coming across the pass and starting at the West End of uh, Surfside Island, or you know, uh, Follett's Island, I guess they call it. Yeah. But uh, down down towards your pass, all of that area right there, man, there's some big old houses coming up on the beach. Yep, one uh, cat, four or five, and it's all gone. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. It'll clean it right back up. But uh, let's see, man. Uh, I'm just kind of kind of struggling this morning. There ain't too much going Last on. Time, we're out heard... of time anyway, so. Yeah, I, I hadn't heard anything from anybody. But if you're coming down here, you ought to be able to get you some bait and and, sure. uh, and good luck to everybody that's going out today. And have your float plan. It always always helps out, man. If if you got any doubts about your vessel, just let somebody know where you're going to be and when you're going to get back. And they maybe they'll call and start checking on you. But it's not a bad idea. 
All right, Hammer, throw out a number, bud. Yes, sir. 713-208-0683. Happy fun Sunday, everybody. Y'all Thanks, have a great man. One. See you, man. Later. All right, that's the Hammer down in the Tri-Bay area. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On this Sunday morning, it's 418 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down south now. Let's check in with Captain Bink Grimes and see how his shoot was yesterday. Bink, good morning. What's up, man? Man, dodging a little lightning down here. Got a little cell just passed through. Yeah, I saw those Kinda. little uh, showers down around Freeport and just south of there. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it came through in the middle of the night. I don't know. It just popped up. I'm not going to argue with it. I'll take whatever we can get. Shoot. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was uh, – yesterday was, uh, was uh, you know, pretty good. It was really, really good on the high ground uh, down in the marsh where, where we are. Uh, it was it was good uh, early for about the first 10 minutes, and it shut off. And then right. they show back up, uh, show back up on about seven thirty, and uh, we and, and we finished up. Uh, but uh, yeah, I can't complain. It was uh, I didn't see near the near the birds uh, yesterday that uh, that I had seen scout Friday morning uh, mm. when I sat at daylight. But that's teal hunt. I mean, that's just the way it is. You you just you just don't you just don't know, and. Uh, you can try to stack all the odds in your favor, and, uh, but you, they're 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 migratory birds. They're, it's, it's happening. They're moving. <laughs> but man, there was just—I uh, know you saw everything. Shoot, I mean, there was there was a lot of dead teal. Uh, a lot of dead over. ducks on social media yesterday, buddy. There was piles of them. The good the good thing about that is half of those. Half of those people are the ones killing all the trout, so they, at least they won't be doing that for 16 days, you know? Right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they put up dead trout photos everywhere. 
<laughs> yeah, it went from dead That's... trout to dead ducks, and hey, before you know it, we're going to be looking at dead bucks. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> Man, we had that, you know, had a, uh, you know, got out there and, 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 you know, sweated and did all that. And then, and man, we got a little northeast wind right right before uh, shooting time. And, man, you know, we looked around and we, we had a lot of, we had a lot of cloud cover for a long time. And we were all talking, man, I haven't seen cloud cover in so long. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I, that might have, you know, at least it was on the coast, you know, and, and that, that might have done something to them, too. It might have might have kept them uh, might have kept them down for a little while, you know, for us anyway. Uh, but, you know, uh, mo most of the ducks are on the high ground. Most of them are in that that Wharton County, Wharton County, Colorado County uh, area. You know, they're they're in the they're in the rice they're in the flooded uh, stuff They're Most of most of the, the, the whole population is there right now. Uh, you know, and then and then we've got our little bunch on the coast, and you know, then it changes throughout the season. Uh, a lot of those birds get shot. Uh, we saw a lot of stuff coming from Ohio uh, late in the morning, and that's that's actually uh, we we kind of uh, took advantage of it. I, I man, you see little dot in the sky, and I said, look at that, and and man, they would get down. You hit them with a call, it they'd get down and and, and come right to us because I mean, you know, there's. Not a whole lot of water and sources, and, and, and we had fresh water, and, and shoot, they came right to us. And I think some of those those birds were coming from the north. I think some of those birds had been on the prairie, you know, north of us, 35, 40 miles, and uh, it finally got there. Uh, so just uh, it just amazes you every year, uh, you know, with those, you know, how, how far, how fast uh, those teal can travel. Uh, you know they can be here today, uh, gone tomorrow. Uh, you know, not here today and show up in the morning. It's just, it's a, it's just uh, been doing it for a long time, and it just continues to amaze me how those suckers just show up. They show kind of like tarpon. You know, they just show yeah. up. You don't it's see funny. them. You don't see them, and boom, there they are. You yeah. know, exactly. Um, just like them. You know. But uh, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to get after them again today. Uh, a fisherman lot of yesterday. Had, yesterday. Oh man, I'm telling you, it's a lot, man, a lot, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of folks. A lot of folks are just kind of, I think they've that were dove hunters have have turned into to teal hunters, and and then uh, they'll hunt teal, and then. Some of them will hunt ducks, but a lot, a lot of the teal hunters won't hunt ducks during the middle of the, the sea. You know, it's such an easy hunt. Teal hunt's so easy. Uh, people, people kind of like it, but then, then they don't like the cold, and they don't like, you know, it's a little bit, a little bit more yeah. work when uh, regular duck season gets here. But man, there's, there are a pile of teal hunters out there, uh, right now. So, we're uh, yet yesterday the bag. You know, uh, you kind of look at what what you shot and uh, I think 85% of our bag were, were, were uh, drakes. So that, that kind of tells me, you know, where the, where the migration is. There's, you kind of, over the years, you kind of look, there's, there's three different migrations during, uh, during the September teal season. You get the first ones where uh, the first wave of them, they uh, are, are drakes. And, and then uh, the second wave usually are drakes with, with heads that didn't, 
didn't raise broods. And then that third wave of them are the rest of the drakes and then the hens that raise broods that were waiting for those uh, those ducklings to, to be able to fly before they took right. off from, from the north. So you can kind of gauge where your migration is uh, by your bag limit. And uh, and I know a lot of some, some of the uh, rookies out there, you know, have think that they all look the same because they're all in drab plumage, but you can look on that on that chevron on that wing and if, if that if that uh that blue and green and that that white speculum if, if that white speculum is solid it's a drake if it's got little patches of uh of brown in the white speculum it's a it's a hen that's right. how you tell them right now when they're dry plumage you know for those out there that are want to do that today and it and it can tell you it'll, it'll tell you exactly just about uh where you are in your migration uh, during the September till season, and right. uh, so yeah, so what that told me yesterday is, man, there's a whole lot of birds uh, that's still going to show up. You know, we're still in, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and that's normal. I mean, heck, it's September the tenth, you know, so uh, it is uh, early. That's you normal. Know, it is. Yeah, it, it is it's an early. Earlier opener than normal. Sure is. You know, we've had years where it's been it's been tough, and then man, they uh, we can hunt them till like the thirtieth, and man, they show up and uh or they show up right there's been years where man they just show up in force like two days after like october 1st or 2nd and they're sitting there just waiting for you for the for the uh duck opener you know this year it's going to be november the 4th so right uh, but there it just it's it's all man it's all weather dependent it's all water dependent it's just uh you can't you can't control it <laughs> that's no, that's, you the, can't. that's the beauty of it that's the beauty of waterfowling man you you think you can think you can control a lot of things you can't you can control the habitat uh somewhat you know get it ready but there's just a lot of uh, variables that you can't and uh that's the beauty of it it kind of keeps you coming back because you just you just don't know what you'll see you know yeah just, just like fishing uh, it's all weather related i right. mean everything you know moon phases tides just winds rain <laughs> no rain it's part of yeah, the game we play ask, as outdoorsmen. That's right. People ask, you know, fishing, you know, about the moon, you know, man, you really, because I'll, I'll make a comment. Yeah, well, we'll probably get a bite when that moon falls. We need it, need it to fall. And does it, man, you really look at that? Yeah, I really look at that. Yeah. And I really look at it with, with duck movement, too, especially yeah. on the bright one. But man, I mean, it's like clockwork. Man, you, uh, especially if that moon's falling right at, at shooting time, you know, I'm telling my guys, man, y'all better get geared up. You better get aggressive because when that moon falls and it goes down, we're probably done. It's not because for lack of birds, those suckers will sit there and just won't move yeah. uh, unless an eagle gets them up or something, you know. Uh, so, yeah, we, we rely on the moon with the with the with the birds too, no doubt. Heck, there's a lot of deer on the road this morning. Shoot, our, our deer, deer. Oh man, our deer are rutting down here right now. You're you know, the, the coastal deer are. Yeah, they are. They got their nose down. I'm, I've been scouting all week, and man, they don't, they don't care. Those bucks do not care that I'm, I'm riding around and looking and just nose down. And but that's that's normal right now from now to uh, at the end of uh, end of this month. You know, our archery season will open up that first weekend in, in October, and that's that's uh, that's usually the best time to hunt these 
these coastal deer down here, but there's a lot of them. Right. Not a whole lot of big ones, but there's, there's, you know, decent, you know, I saw some 135s, about 140 or two, you know, which is Nothing a pretty good little coastal deer, you know. That's no. a trophy for a lot of people. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them, you know. And, and a lot of them can afford them are, to hunt on a high fence ranch. <laughs> that's right and a lot of guys i know wouldn't if it was for free you know they like the fair chase deal the yeah low fan kind of the same deal we're doing you know you yeah. don't know you just you never know i mean uh True. it's that's part of the hunt is going out there and not knowing what's going to happen you know and and uh in hunting you know using skills yeah and uh <laughs> <laughs> Our, our guys uh fishing wise did pretty good yesterday um they they kind of with that north wind it kind of they said it was blowing uh you know i was inland just a little bit and it was blowing northeast but they said on the bay it was blowing east and it kind of blew east bay out so they had to they had to go to the back lakes and try to catch reds yesterday which right which they did so uh we're still uh you know, on the on the trout deal and everything, our, our lodge, we're still, we're, 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 you know, I know they're letting us keep five now and go back to that old deal, but yeah, but y'all are you know, y'all are trying to comply yeah. with just the old limits, kind of. We're we're not doing so, that. Yeah. We're just not going to do it. Uh, right. We, we know what's out there. We know what's happening. We know what, our, what the state of our fishery. We're just not going to do it. You know. Uh, right. And, and 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 good news is, I mean, I, from reliable sources. I mean, it, it's changing September 1st, 2024. It's going back. I've been informed by Parks and Wildlife. They know that they know that our fishery does not need to have a five fish limit. They know that. They have told me that with yeah, their mouth. Why did they do it if they know it? Well, you know, it's, I think it's for revenue. I think they think that their license sales are down because of the limits, and there's, there's a lot of other things that play into that. What they told me... What they told me, it was a sunset uh, deal, and they knew that. And for them to change the limits, they've got to go before the so legislature. by law, they have to do the sunset clause yes. or they have to go back. Yes, yes, they, because it was an emergency order. And they told me that ahead of time. They said, look, we, you know, we hear there's a lot of rumors out there we're not doing this because uh, because I called them out on it too. You know, and, uh, I went, yeah. there's a group of us that went to the, Parks and Wildlife Commission meeting and testified uh, in August, late August, and uh, and off the record, I, I met with some people and they told me, uh, "Look, we know and and we're we're there. We want to protect y'all's fish. We want to listen to y'all." And it was a breath of fresh air, man. They they said, "Look, we know y'all are out there every day. We know we our biologists are are uh, we know what our data says, but we know we know we need to listen to y'all." more because you're there every day and i said man i hadn't heard that in a long time never heard that but uh well i mean why not do it another emergency then if there's uh if there is a problem and they can see it do it again hey don't wait another year i agree and and i told them i know it's bureaucracy man it's politics at its finest is is what it is and 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 uh, but but I've been Politics assured, you know, we've got the nastiest game to play in the world. It's just it's a, they are. it's a filthy business. But I was real appreciative of the ear that they they lent us, and 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 
the commissioners did. And uh, we've got some commissioners up there that, that are that are pro fish now. I mean, we, we really do. And uh, and man, I was I was very encouraged by but they didn't have to. You know, they didn't have to call. I mean, they called me, you know, after all that, they didn't have to, to call me and tell me that kind of stuff. They could have just, you know, kept it to them. But they said, look, yeah. man, we we appreciate y'all coming up here and we're going to we're going to protect your fish. So man, I, I felt good about it. We'll see. We'll see what happens and transpires. Uh, you know, um, I, you know, I told them I testified, man, there there's no reason for us. You know, the way it was, it was 17 to 23 inches, you know. Uh, I said we're going to stay at the three fish. I said we're not keeping a whole lot of fish anyway. We we're we're trying to we're we're just trying to preach catch and release and keep a few and and uh, it's certainly not anything over 18 or 19 inches. You know I, I I believe those are our our two and a half three and a half year old deer out there. You know and there's just no reason to put a knife in them. In, in my estimation, there's just no reason. And uh, there's there's a lot there's enough little fish. There's enough. Uh, you know, uh, things out there. If you think if if you think your day is not complete, if you're not getting your money's worth, if you don't bring fish home, man, your economics, your your math is wrong because there's no amount of fish you could catch with the money that you're spending that that would equal. It would be a It'd be good cheaper to go to business HGB decision. Go to the go exactly. to the seafood section. <laughs> That's what Melvin Talasa used to tell me. He said, "Man, we need to go fish in HEB Bay today." <laughs> you That's know, it, man. You go better, better catches. Uh, All right, man. Uh, I got to run, man. I'm out of time as usual. That happens a lot here. So, uh, somebody wants to call you about coming down and fishing with you and hunting with you, man. Give them some info. Yeah, we're at uh, MatagordaSunriseLodge.com, uh, 979-241-1705. Call us. Man, please, everybody, just take care of our fishery. I mean, treat it like it's your backyard. Uh, you know, just do what's right, man. We can get this thing back and, and going and just, just do what's right, you know. Yeah, just that's it. Put back more it, than, you, than you take. Sure. That's right. Always. All right, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for the info, Bink. You have a good shoot, man. Be safe. Okay. Y'all have All a good right. Sunday. See you later. Thank you. All right. Well, you know Texan Roofing? They're the people I trust. Texan Roofing covers Houston and surrounding areas, and Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. And Texan Roofing has the Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever, and they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business. And Texan Roofing, they found that the majority of jobs that they do, they offer the lower price and beat the competition's quality and warranty. Along with their honest roof inspections, A-plus management, these are reasons to call Texan Roofing. When you do call them, tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show. And Tim and all his staff, they'll work with you directly and do a superior job for you. They're outdoorsmen like we are, so you can talk a little hunting and fishing with them. They'll be glad to do that, too. And uh, so call Texan Roofing at 281-391-9600. That's 281-391-9600 or go to texanroofing.com. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old girlfriend. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. It is 439. All right, let's uh, run down to Freeport now. Let's check in with Captain Jeff Naylor, see what he's up to this morning. Jeff, good morning. What's up, man? What's up, Captain Mickey? How you doing this morning? Oh, I couldn't be better, man. It's all good. I got Casey with me today, so it's me and Casey, no uh, Monty. Monty stayed in today or whatever. I don't know what his deal he is. He slipped in, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Monty's been doing that back burner stuff here lately. Uh, <laughs> Was he been he floundering told, all night? <laughs> yeah, that's exact, I think that's exactly what happened. I think he was floundering I guarantee all you. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's he told me? He said he'd been floundering here recently, and he said there'd been a lot of floundering, like a bunch, but there are a lot of them mostly undersized, you know. So, yeah, yeah it's hard to throw those back after you stick a gig through them. Yeah. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> you better be sure. I tell you what, you probably ain't going to get much. Uh, uh, I, we got a little bit of rain earlier. You know, Casey and I were sitting here, and I mean, I think it rained at least twice. We've had a, we had a couple little showers come through. Yeah, I saw that on radar. Hammer brought it to my attention, said he heard thunder. When I first got here this morning, I looked at radar, and there was nothing on it. You know, that was about 320, so. But, uh, yeah. hey, take, it, take all you can get. Yeah, looks like the wet rain's going to going to kind of continue to increase through the week this week coming up. So hopefully we'll get a few more showers, get a little bit of moisture on the ground at least. It'd be nice. With Please uh, bring it. Hey, what? I mean, even that like little quarter range, whatever we got just now. I guarantee I walk out here in a minute after the sun comes up. You can't even tell. It's all so yeah. bright. I got to fill those cracks. Got to fill those cracks in first before the. Well, we uh, we went fishing on Friday, Casey and I did, went chasing shrimp boats. Uh, we didn't have any uh, trips this weekend. I think the trip that we did have got canceled. And, uh, man, you know, we caught a few, uh, caught a few blackfin. We're still doing the shrimp boat thing, which is kind of, you know, is good. Hopefully that's somebody, you know, I heard an interview a while back from one of the uh, uh, big Palacios, um shrimp boat folks. And they said that they would be shutting down at the end of September. They said they'll, they'll only be fishing. They said they had half their fleet out and they'd be done. They've been, they've been shrimping hard. They've been, they've been hitting. They've been staying consistently in a couple of areas, too, like shrimping them really hard. I mean, you know, every year that area that we fished the other day from there all the way down toward that weather blue areas, it must be a great shrimping area for those big browns because they're yeah. always, yeah. always in that area. Offshore, those, you know, you get those 30-fathom reefs, your west 30s, your east 30s. And just past that, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of easy bottom to shrimp on. There's no more reefs past that. Yeah, and that's where they seem to like to shrimp. Yeah, deeper water out there, that 200 foot water. Right. So, yeah, 
Must be good. Must be good. Yeah, I mean, that's good. And, and you know, we haven't, you know, this year, normally they scatter from about, uh, I guess, let's just say roughly about every 20 miles, there'll be another little patch of them. And like Casey was alluding to, I mean, most of them have been congregated in one little area this year. Very rare. I've only seen one or two on the 29 or something like that. And the ones that I stopped on, they hadn't shrimped the night before. I guess they're just sitting there transient, you know, yeah. stop for a minute or something like that. Right. Almost at the at the Stetson area, there've been a couple here and there, but not very much. Uh -huh. It's been t it's been real weird. Plus the uh, that green water's out still about 30, 40 miles. So, um, I Casey and I were talking about it you know, a couple of years ago. You know, I would never stop on a boat unless it was like 150 foot or deeper, and I probably would stop at about 100, 210. You know, if they, they were way out there in 250 or something, I wouldn't mess with them because they're real hit or miss. Yeah, and. I stopped on one at the 21s that was about 135 foot. It was one of the best bites I ever had. I mean, it was lights out fishing. But, uh, you know, I hadn't even seen any in that, in that shallow water. They're either, like, real shallow or they're real deep. And that was right. It. Yeah, they're – A lot of them been sitting in 200 plus, so. Yeah. You know, Mickey, it's funny because we had – Blue Water was in really, really close. Right before that little that little storm that hit South Texas about a month ago. You remember the one I'm talking about. Right. Uh it didn't rain up here at all, and it didn't, you know, no. nothing happened. It got rough for a couple of days, but it's weird. Ever since that storm, you know, not from runoff, but our blue waters moved way further out. Now you got to go 35 miles to get to it, and it was 15 miles out before that. And yeah, that's what I've been I, hearing. It turned something over in the water, I guess, and changed something because it wasn't from freshwater influx. It had to have been another reason to make it to make it kind of murk up because they were catching kingfish right basically off the end of the freaking jetties pretty much right before that because the water was so clear in so close now mm -hmm. it's out there but it's a line i mean once you get to 30 miles of water it's just absolutely beautiful but you got to go out there for that far to get to it yeah so been like that for since that storm came yeah. since it got rough for a couple of days yeah. been the same been real weird mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know another thing i haven't seen you know somebody was mentioning the other day this is a, a season uh the whole year was like a no no seaweed season and you I, that's a fact. I mean, I've seen patches here and there, but not very much. I mean, not like I have seen in the past, especially with all that sargasm that came at the beginning of the year, quote unquote, you know, mats, miles and miles of this stuff. I have seen very little. Yeah, year. I know there hadn't been any. My buddy James uh, was, was out working in Walker Ridge out there, basically in the middle of the Gulf, basically, a couple of weeks ago. He said there was a bunch of weed out there. Really? Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot compared to what we're seeing. I mean, where's it going? Middle of the Gulf. Venice or something? Or? Doesn't like Texas. Or it doesn't like oh, Texas. Doesn't That's like a fact. It doesn't like Freeport. I know that much. Who knows, man? Who knows? So, anyways, the Trimbo bite, the the Trimbo bite, you know, sharks aside, I mean, it's been okay, but it hasn't been stellar. Been real slow. The beginning of the year was was actually much better than it is now, which is which is odd. And you know what? We were also talking about the. The uh, the size of the black men that we're catching right now are a lot smaller than they were at the beginning of the year. I don't know if it's different schools or, you know, different, you know. Right. Ever different pattern, why the smaller ones are in. When the, yeah, they were definitely bigger earlier than they way now. Bigger. They were average 20 plus pounds. Now they're oh, averaging yeah. like 12 to 15 pounds probably. I remember, I remember smaller. We, we had caught one. We were, we were drift fishing for Amberjack. And we end up catching a, a tuna. When it came up, I, my first thought was, "Man, that's 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 a nice looking little AJ." Nope, it's black fin. Black <laughs> fin. <laughs> yeah. But uh, 
Anyways, yeah, I sent you some pictures at uh, SOD banquet last night. I saw that. Uh, I saw that yeah. little old deer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, twigs, yeah. Yeah. Little there was pencil some real... horns. <laughs> right. That's it. There was some there was some beautiful deer and beautiful stories and uh some real happy kids last night. So that was really cool. Yeah, you know, every time thing gets bigger and bigger every time it was it was big last night it was wasn't it that thing was full last yeah night. yeah really i think was. they they sell out all the all the tables i think they sold out like a month and a half ago or something like that there was no and i want to say these tables a couple thousand bucks a piece i mean you know they did really good <clears throat> but i mean they do most of their hunt you know a lot of their hunts are out of our friend's ranch out there uh b-bar ranch which is uh crosshairs and uh They've always done a real good job of, of, of donating their time and everything and getting custom blinds made. It's, it's actually mm-hmm. amazing why these kids are disabled. And, you know, they were talking about a little bit last night, but they, they actually develop and design this, uh, you know, uh, shooting platform module, if you will. I mean, it's got like servos that move the gun back and forth and they have a video camera that's in the scope and they put it on a big like iPad above the scope so he can see it or she can see it. Right. Even down to a little tube that, that it comes from the gun that, you know, the kids that can't actually move their fingers and stuff like that, they put this little tube in their mouth right. and they... You know, and they suck on it and that's what by sucking through a straw makes the the trigger get pulled yeah i've seen those videos on uh, some outdoor shows before where they have those handicapped kids like that so they can shoot their first deer it's pretty cool that's all yeah that's awesome all the you know the the creativity we have with uh equipment and everything else to get everybody involved and let them experience that that's that's special stuff right there very very cool i mean there's nothing more sad we we finally took the first uh disabled kid on a fishing trip last week man it has been i mean it's so hard for me to convince the parents to let me take them and they they just don't want to hear it you know i mean these kids are going in and out of the hospital all the time right. you know, this and that i mean i don't i get it you know they don't mom doesn't want that kid where, where are you gonna go if he gets sick you know I, yeah don't be a man don't you know, that's it get in as quick as i can there's right no there's no you know, I don't have a helicopter real close, so. But it's a nice break to, for that for that child to be able to well, go sure out in the hospital somewhere, get tests oh. done on him or something. You know, it's you know what, and no, no substitute for that kind of experience. Oh them. yeah, I don't know if you heard, like there was a kid uh, last night that I can't remember if it was on one of their videos or something like that. It was showing it. He had an axis hunt, and he just been he just started he just started chemo, and the axis hunt was booked for like a couple months later or something like that. And he said, man. One of the one things that got me through all this treatment and things, that thought of, man, I get to go on this access hunt this day, you know. Yeah, something to really look forward to. It does, and it helped him through his whole process. Sure. You know, and I thought, incredible is that, you know. So, I'm, uh, I'm definitely. Well, it gives uh, them hope, you know, something to look forward to and uh, gives them a little more, you know, you know how it is when you've got a elderly person that's uh, pretty much on the back burner fixing to pass away and they'll they'll try to make it to their birthday or some kind of event like that or christmas you know how it is yeah yeah give you give, exactly give you drive give you something to look for something to live for you know yeah absolutely 
Well, we got, we, I think uh, I talked to Duke yesterday uh, right before I left, and I think we have one girl that signed up. She wants to come. She's a cancer patient. Unfortunately, and I actually have two. Um, one, uh, Jamie's son, Austin, uh, wants to go. He's in the middle of his treatment right now. But, uh, you know, he told me that uh, when he gets his, when he gets his uh, chemo, he said about for the first two weeks, he's down and out. But about that third week, he's good. He, he, mm-hmm. For about a week window there. So we wait right. for him to go. Things look for, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, oh, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm pretty excited. So, but it was a great turnout, fantastic group of people, awesome organization. Heck, Casey even volunteered to go take somebody down to his ranch last night. And, uh, they're going to hold him to it, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to maybe take a veteran. <laughs> see if I know what I'm doing first. And then after that, maybe. That, maybe that's but, yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm going to the ranch, Mickey, for a week, leaving tomorrow. Me and my dad, we're going to go work a little bit, play a little bit. But I'm looking forward to being down there for a week. And, and it's actually going to get below 100 degrees. So I'm excited about that, too. Yeah. Uh, isn't that nice? Yeah, it's going to be 97 on Tuesday, 95 on Wednesday. I'm like, God, it's a cool front coming through down there. It's yeah, it's going to be, gonna be uh, in the, <laughs> around here, it's going to be in the lower to mid-90s. It's going to feel cool compared to what yep. we've been going through. Morning will be nice, too. The mornings are getting a little more comfortable now. So. Yeah. yeah. How's, how's the dove flight looking down there? Yeah. I mean, I was there a month ago, and they had a lot of doves a month ago. I mean, yeah. a lot. Yeah. As long as they're still there, I mean, that would be great. Yeah. Y'all get more white. Birds. We have we we have more morning doves through the whole year, but for some reason in the between mid August and about the end of September, we have some colonies of white wings that come in, and we're about fifty fifty on the birds, which is nice because you get a little mixed bag of each. You just want to shoot white wings, you can do that. You just want to shoot morning doves, you can do that. If you want yeah, to pick what them out. Where are you in? Carrizo Springs. Carrizo, okay. Yeah. Carrizo yeah. about fifteen miles, so I'm actually closer to. El Indio, which is Mexico. I'm closer to the Rio Grande than I am to Carrizo, actually. So right. 12 miles Grand, 12 miles from the river. Good so, dove yeah. country and big deer country. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All of the above. You know that he's he's so close to the Rio Grande, you can see the little uh, blimps. Yeah, uh, we have a yeah. There's a blimp. You can see the blimp from the uh, from the from the porch. It's about 11, 12 miles straight west of me. It's yeah, right, the Homeland right. Security blimp. Yep. Yes, sir. And I can't remember. You know what? Last time we were down there, I think we, were, I think we say what four days, five days. I can't remember a day that the helicopter wasn't out flying uh, around. It's, it's chasing people. It's uh, pretty busy down there for on that kind. It's, of hey, it's uh, the media's not reporting on it anymore. But Blaine was telling me he said, "Hey, it's it's worse now than it's ever been. It's just um, it's terrible." Yeah, Mickey. Last hunting season, I think four or five different times I had them walk across while I was hunting. Like right where I'm at, like messing. Yeah, when I was up. down at Blaine's uh, last year, I had two hunts ruined by them, just walking through. Yeah, it. yeah, it's crazy. You man. might as well it's just crazy. give that blind up for a day or two and let it settle out, because once they walk all through there like that, it just it just messes it up. It screws the deer up. All that human oh, yeah. everywhere, it messes it up, it, man. It's funny those deer sense those people coming so much so much before you see them coming. Those oh, deer you can walk. tell somebody's fixing to walk out of the brush because all the deer are going full alert, you know, looking around yeah. with their ears up and their tails up, and then all of a sudden they just flush like quail. I said, well, here come, here comes some more migrants. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to call them. <laughs> here they come yeah. with a coyote leading them. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. 
do they got any pattern on your ranch? I mean, you know, if they're here. Oh or yeah, one, they, 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 they walk through. They, they take the same routes. They're trying to get around that, uh, you know, that border check. You know, off eighty seven over there. And they'll, they'll work through those ranches and ease around. And uh, coyotes know right where to take them, so they can get picked up off the side of the highway. They're moving. I mean, they're, they're cutting turf through there quick. They're not, they're not staying in one place very long. I mean, they, they're there and then they're gone. But I had yeah. two different groups and within 20 minutes of each other taking the same exact path. Yeah. Yep. I, first group, the first group I stayed, I didn't even call the border patrol, let them walk through. I'm like, okay, well, they're walk through. I'll just sit here and wait. And then I had the deer I actually had a guy with me and the deer came out. We were going to shoot after those, after those people walked off from the other direction, the deer came out that we oh, were going to hunt. And we were about to take this deer and here comes another group of them and the deer run off this time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call the border patrol. Number one, number two, we're going back to the camp and have a drink because this freaking hunt's over with. So <laughs> <That's it>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Well, y'all got it's a, unfortunate. Gotta... It's uh times have changed. Yeah, yeah, we do have quite a few. Yes. Yeah. Jeff, to answer your question, we do have quite a few quail this year. I saw a lot of quail last time, a lot of half grown birds, which made me really happy to see. Really? So, yeah. Yes. New, new, making new hatches, man. Same at Blaine's. Yeah. He had a lot of birds last year and it looks like he's going to have even more this year. Yeah. Well, we went down there. I think we were down there in the spring. I want to say we were down there around, around April. And, man, it was like, y'all had gotten a bunch of rain. And the grass is so high. You know, we were driving around some of the pastures that should have been about knee high. They were probably about head high. Yeah. yeah. Around some of the uh, ponds. Y'all still got water in the pond? Oh, yeah. Pond, pond, pond still. I mean, we, we, uh, I mean we, you lose a little water. It was a hot, dry summer. But we, then we got a pretty good rain about a month ago. So yeah, our water yeah. levels are great in our ponds. We don't have a water problem at all. Um, actually, if you look at the drought monitor, if you go to the National Drought Monitor in Texas, Texas looks horrible. But if you look right down along the Rio Grande, there's actually – the drought is minimal to no drought in just that small area right now. It's the only yeah, place in Texas not in a, technically in a drought. It's really crazy. Which is yeah. Uh, over in this neck of the woods, we're in the worst drought, almost the worst category possible right now. It's crazy. Oh, it's terrible. It's unreal. Yeah. Hey, let me knock out this top of the hour break, guys, and I'll come back to you. We'll do another segment on the on the next hour. Is that okay. good for y'all? You bet. Absolutely. All right. Well, y'all hang with me. We'll be right back. All right, you're listening to The Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.